Struggling to keep track of your story and world? Archivos is for you! More intuitive than a wiki, more extensible than Scrivener, Archivos builds your story bible into your personal, always-on tactical display. Graphical relationship charting, continuity tools, this thing has it all, with bonus options for fan engagement and real-time collaboration. Archivos. Story world management done right www.archivos.digital. That's www.archivos.digital. Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, and I am your guide in this raucous journey of coping with the creative life. Fueled by your questions, we explore the trials and travails of productivity, discipline, art, and finances in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 1056. Today we hear from Ed, who, unlike the dog, can speak English and actually asks intelligible questions instead of just barking at the universe. She's been loud today. <laughs> Ed asks, When is too much detail too much? When the reader's bored. That was actually what I was going to say, when the reader's bored. Yep, um, you can drop an astonishing amount of detail, or an astonishingly little amount of detail, and the only thing that makes the difference is whether you're maintaining reader interest. Excepting Hunt for Red October, which was very poorly written, Tom Clancy did tremendous detail dumps and made them interesting. Michael Crichton did the same thing. People who are tempted to do super heavy info dumps are usually science fiction writers, techno-thriller writers, uh, military SF writers, people who are dealing with esoterica that isn't really accessible to the common person. And if you handle all that stuff right, what you have is a fascinating, exotic tour of an unknown part of the universe, and the readers will love you for it. If you are just writing a technical paper, they will glaze over and hate you for it. And you can see the difference between these two things if you read Hunt for Red October next to either Jurassic Park, which is by a different author, or Clear and Present Danger, which is by the same author as Hunt for Red October. Clear and Present Danger was three books later, and he had by that time figured out his shit. Or, either that or he had learned to listen to his editor, who said, cut this or make it more interesting. What creates reader interest? Fascination with the topic? Or, emotional investment in the character and the information's relevance to the character and the plot? You can create fascination with almost any topic if you roll out the information in such a way that it's actually telling a story rather than just shoring up the background. Um... And I think, really, that's the trick. I would say so. I would say so. And I would also add that um, you, you sort of touched on this with talking about techno-thrillers and sci-fi and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. How much detail is acceptable or expected by the reader is going to vary a lot by genre. And what kind of things you give a lot of detail about will vary by genre. Now, that's true, but I want to point out that there are authors who manage to go to extremes in detail for their genre and have it work really well. M.L. Buckman with his Firejumper series, it's their romance novels that 
uh, are set around people who are smoke jumpers who uh, jump out of helicopters into the middle of wildfires. There's a lot of good, solid technical detail in those books, but he makes them relevant to the drama. So even though he's writing for a romance novel audience, he gets complete buy-in from a genre that you would not generally expect that kind of thing to be in. Nathan Lowell in his Trader's Tale series and all of his science fiction, and frankly his fantasy too, goes into obscene amount of detail about the most mundane things in the universe. But because he does it with a sense of um, discovery and sometimes wonder and sometimes settled comfort, he makes the details fascinating because so much of his books are about the rhythm of life, either discovering it or hewing to it or finding it, be, or finding it confining and breaking out of it. And so he writes these books or people get to the end and they're like, but nothing happened. But if you look at it, nothing happened, but I loved it and I stayed for the whole thing and I don't know why. But if you look at the story, everything that happens is there. It's just that the focus is less on the plot than it is on the texture of the experience of the characters. And that is why it works. So that's the trick. And you can get away with almost anything if you use one of those tricks. And if you don't use one of those tricks, you can get away with almost nothing. I've read books with incredibly spare amounts of detail that still felt over-freighted and overloaded because the writer was working too hard to keep the details to a minimum, and so he forgot to make them relevant or interesting. I mean, you trusted that they were relevant because he never put in a detail that wasn't relevant directly to the plot. This often happens with mystery writers. But the way that the details are dropped in is is so perfunctory that it's tiresome. So even when there's not much there, you can still lose the reader. So it's very much in the how, not in the what. Or the how much. Or the, Yeah, the how, not the what, or the how much. So there you go. Thank you very much for the question, and we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty Nakian, and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2023 J. Daniel Sawyer, and the production is copyright 2023 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License, and all other rights are reserved to the author. Join the conversation, submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat, or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.